I feel like this movie hurt us when we were talking about how there isn't enough like mid-budget adventure yep. comedy action movies like mm-hmm. The Mummy. Like I feel like this movie hurt us talk about that and then they were like, okay, but you want a big budget, right? And we were like, nah, not exactly. Ready the Armada. Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to the podcast where we deep dive into the movie news of the week featuring reviews and analysis for the more socially conscious moviegoer. Join us as we share our honest, in-depth, and hilarious perspective on today's biggest movies, comics, and pop culture. This is Films in Black and White. You know, I enjoy... Happy Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Going right one. That's okay. Uh, I get to we we play trail we get to play intro roulette like we don't really know which intro we're gonna get yeah we true. put them in the bowl we put them in the hopper and we just spin Very one out true. how is everybody feeling uh it is a great day to be with you all great day to podcast I am Doug the Doug Wagner aka Tito the Elven Thief I was trying to figure out how I was gonna do that uh, I didn't say anything I fine. didn't say anything we are gonna be talking. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. So we're excited yeah, we to break that down for you. Uh, we're also going to be chatting Secret Invasion trailer and Blue Beetle trailer, which yes. is super exciting. So we're going to kind yes, of go over those things. Uh, but in order to do it right, in order to do it well, I got to uh, kick it on over to my lovely and fantastic co-host, Brian Rausch, a.k.a. Dragonborn Berserker. How are you feeling, sir? Mm. I'm feeling great to be here uh, because one Dungeons and Dragons was a lot of fun and I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it with you all. Uh, I'm also happy to be here because I spent most of the weekend dealing with house stuff, like really oh. boring adult house stuff. And mm. now we're doing a new project because we had water on the ground floor. So it's Woo! like, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. So but I'm looking wow. at it as an opportunity and my wife and I were like, what's what's our next house project? And the universe said, this is it. This no, is the house project. That's what we're going to do. So we affectionately call our family room the Bat Cave. So we're basically just going to redo everything in the Bat yeah. Cave. That's where we do all the video games and the movies. And oh, like, nice. where we keep all of our board games. So nice. really nice. excited to kind of like trick out that area now. So now, Brian, so, nothing was ruined, was it? I mean, like we have carpet there, so like that, it it's it's gone. It's so, but none of the other furniture. Like we were kind of lucky in that regard. Like we dodged a bullet there, so really, it's just like we don't have carpet in that right now, and everything's askew. But that's okay because we're gonna redo it. So again, looking at it as an opportunity. So I'm super happy to concentrate on this podcast and be here in this moment, (laughs) and not on the opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> how do you oh, how, do, how do you and maggie like a, like in that family space what is the general vibe what are you going for like how do you reach a common vibe there i mean basically uh, so for her she likes it dark all the time like if there's lights on she's like she, she like hisses at it i'm kidding if you're listening yeah. honey i know you don't hiss. Oh, this... um you don't like snakes but... maggie this is let me just maggie you are you and i should design houses because i would design them with maybe three lights because oh my god like, she would love goddamn that. lights on like yeah. turn the lights off yes everybody like... just turn the lights off like I... 
And Brittany comes in and she'll be like, why is it so dark in here? I was like, because yep. I enjoy it. She's like, yep. I can't see anything. I'm like, yeah, I will well, say, I'll say I'm this. Doug's house is very dark. When he leaves dark. and I have to go dog sit, I, I will run into a fridge at least. I, I shoulder check the <laughs> fridge at least twice when I'm going in there. Because yeah. I, sometimes I got to open the garage first, leave the door open, and then find yeah. the switch and then go yeah. back and close it. Because it yeah. just be, it, it, it do be dark in there. You know, like. And I don't have a problem with that, but like I gotta have I gotta have some light. So yeah, like sure. we've we've had this push and pull, and we got to a point where we had like ambient lighting, so we had like okay. some twinkle lights here, and like we got a big old lamp if we really need it. But like mm -hmm. if it's on, she's like, "Why is this on?" And it's like <laughs> I I have to state why <laughs> it's on. Okay. Um, so the nice yeah. part is like we can now actually like get furniture that has like that built-in lighting now, where it. like we can do it ourselves. So it's gonna be good for everyone everyone involved so we don't yeah. have to worry about the light situation that's, that's hilarious i love, I that. love it that's, that's <laughs> great and and way to see the bright side because not everybody would and i have been there before and it is you know, not fun so a tip I, of the hat to you sir on shucks. really really leaning into yeah. the opportunity even if it even if i'm sick of it but yeah there, there we go that that's i appreciate that I so do. i'm happy i'm happy to be here to talk about this stuff. Yeah. you're saying opportunity out loud on the inside i envision a man holding a beer going <laughs> opportunity <laughs> like, like shaking from the just rocking back and forth like yeah every time brian mentions like a house activity i was all i can think of is the toys r us thing i don't want to grow up oh Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't want any of those problems. No you, time soon. And honestly, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> honestly, everyone, no. you know, like, I feel like so many people growing up, like, yeah, I'm going to get a house, get a house. And then I'm just like, honestly, like, you don't know. You're, you're, I mean, it's good. Like, yeah. Get a house, they said. It'll be fun, they gotcha. said. You yep. know, you can do more stuff with it. But you know, there's all the ownership. So you know, you really got to a kid. I like I could take my kid to fun stuff, but then I gotta like take care of my kids. Yeah, make sure they don't die and whatnot. That's the big one. Yeah, that's funny because I took my one year old Aiden out today, and it was like his first time being outside, and he's like, "What's this? A street? I'm gonna run in it." So I get it. <laughs> Aiden, let's slow down. Screaming, screaming, freedom! Just, just like, oh, look at this. Do That's you see amazing. this? There's a giant road out here. There's a whole oh, playground. Um, <laughs> but we also need to introduce uh, Marcus J. Destin, aka yeah, Milk with my cocoa puffs. Uh, Marcus, how you yeah. feeling? It's good. Uh, why, Brian? Why are you looking like that? <laughs> why, why are you milk with my cocoa puffs, Marcus? Because why is that all, your handle? It was all I could think about during Dungeons and Dragons that that Chris Pine slept with a black woman. So he, it's the from the Black Eyed Peas song, "Mix Your Milk <laughs> with My Cocoa Puff." <laughs> milky, milky, right? And it was the only thing that kept playing in my head every time he showed his wife on the screen, and I was like, "This guy's down with the swirl." <laughs> so <laughs> that was, it was the only thing that I could think about the entire time. <laughs> I swear, I couldn't get it out of my head. That's, I was like, who's this guy? That's, wow. You know what? Okay. I'm yeah. huh. really yeah. sad we didn't see that together now. Like, <laughs> that was such a, that was such a weird moment. Happened. Yeah, it was wow. It was the one moment, the one time me and Doug were just not in sync. We were not on the same page. Oh, no. Page. It doesn't happen a lot, page. but when it does, it's it's, a complete it's incredible. You complete know what? And, and it also leaves everyone else flabbergasted because Brittany went, 
how did you guys mess this up? And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Doug's like, it's my fault. And my and I and I'm saying out loud, like, no, this was my fault. I completely misread the poster. <laughs> I have no idea why I thought they were only showing it at one o'clock on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And I thought it was a soon because he sent the flyer was like, we're going this weekend. Right. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the flyer has like seven or it has like four or seven. And then in a, it had a little special one that's different. That was like 1 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So when he sent it, I saw the 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 difference in the flyer this time and was like, oh, it says 1 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. So in my mind, I read that as they only got one showing and it's at 1 p.m. <laughs> on Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> So I didn't communicate a time with Doug. I just went to the theater at one and was texting. Oh, that's him like, amazing! It was hilarious. No, and then he, te- he texted me at he texted me at twelve fifty eight. He goes, "You know, it's at one, right?" And I yeah. was like, "Oh, is that when we're going?" Like <laughs> he usually beats me to the theater. And the I usually do. Know, like, when we go to the theater, they know they're like, "Okay, if they see Brian, I mean, if they see Marcus, they're gonna see Doug. If they see Doug, they know Marcus is coming." Yeah. Yeah. They was like, "Is Doug just not?" Coming, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just meet him inside, that? and they just laughed, and then ooh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the hell That's happened, funny. but we here. You That's know good. what though? That reminds me of like the '90s, and just hang with me here. But okay. like, we didn't like. Oh god, it sounds so old. But we didn't have cell phones, right? Mm, so like, accurate. if you like, if you're yeah. in school and you're like, okay, everybody, we're going to the 7:30 showing at Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Mike's mom is gonna pick us up at 5:45. We'll meet at the Sabaro. Like it just True. like if you miss that train, you that that's it. Yeah. There's no. We will meet here. at the Aunt Annie's entrance, everybody. The <laughs> and then, Aunt yeah, exactly. Annie's entrance. How long do you wait for people? Right when they don't show up to the thing, you know what I mean. In those situations, it was like we told them the time. If something didn't yep. happen, like should we call the person? Is something going on? It's and like, I was oh. I was always the guy in the group that was like, "Fuck them, they'll figure it out." Like I was like, "Me too." I, I, like, like, I'll be real. Go. Like no, I'm not getting yeah, the no, payphone. No, I don't. They'll get in there. Yeah, I'm not gonna call their mom. Like nope. no, yeah, we're, no, we're Um. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here. And yeah, you know what? We saw. How are you feeling, Elvin? Elvin thief. I am doing quite well. Y'all, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful weekend here in Vermilion. It was. It was six degrees. It was Finally. sunny. Fuck. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, and I am working with Harrison on riding his bike hey. sans training wheels. Oh, yeah. We've got bike riding down. We are right, working Harrison. on it. All right. And All right. I'm going to tell a short story about how Harrison embarrassed me in a church parking lot. Because I was looking for somewhere flat. Where we could hey. really kind of get some space where I could run and not worry about like going into the street. See Brian's previous description. Like True. worry about not yes. going into the street or falling yes. because of crack in a sidewalk. So I go to this church parking lot and Harrison was not having this. And in the middle of the parking lot, he's like, Mommy, don't do this. Dad. <laughs> like, like the entire time. And my response was like, okay, we don't have to. I was like, when you stop yelling, we'll stop riding the bike. Like it was a scene in the parking lot. So Harrison always picks the right times. To- no, dude. daddy, no. Yep, he's Harrison knows. And here's yeah. the thing. It's not like we went at like two o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. We went at four o'clock and it's Easter. So they're gearing up oh, for Saturday God. night mass. Oh, yes. And so this priest oh, is like sweeping yeah. the entryway and listening to this. What yep. sounds like abuse taking place <laughs> in the middle of his parking yep. lot. So it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. But all in all, it was a great weekend. It's a great week. 
Uh, excited to talk about this movie. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just enjoy. I have a um, thing that I want to just bring up. I had a random memory. <laughs> okay. I had to drive to Sioux Falls twice. Okay. Oh, okay. Yesterday and this morning. I know. Damn. I Why? know. I know. I had to find things for the for the TED Talk on tomorrow. And so, like, mm, okay. there is no close by clothing stores or malls and mm-hmm. and malls are kind of dying right like we know this like they we know malls are, are. They, so they have shit inside of the stores that don't they just don't have a lot of options lately they really don't it's just ass anyway that's not the point of my story i was walking out of jc penny and this random memory hit me right and so i was walking out of jc penny and i was thinking about the first time i watched the avengers movie right the first <laughs> okay 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 and it was I, I don't i can't remember where i was at the time if i was in virginia or if i was i, I had to have been in virginia at the time mm-hmm. or something it was around black people and let me tell you how i remember <laughs> Okay. Because Captain America comes out and he says this line, right? <clears throat> he says, Loki's, Loki's telling people, bow down to me, I'm a god, essentially. Yes. He says something along the lines of, um, we don't bow to any man or something like that. And the God I know doesn't dress like that or yep. something. Like yeah. That, There's right? only one God and he doesn't dress like that. Thank yeah. you. I knew Brian would know. Brian, There's yeah, only one Brian God and he doesn't dress like that. I'll, all I remember, and it was just a random memory that hit me as I was in the parking lot was a black lady next to me saying, I know that's right. And she starts speaking in tongues. I know that's right. <laughs> Amen. You think about me? I was like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, okay. So that's okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. So it just, it was just a real funny moment. That's that, hilarious. Like, black people riding for Captain America because he was like, there's only one God I serve and he doesn't dress like that. And they was like, Amen, brother. You got it. Amen. I want to check in with those same people when they watch Endgame or <laughs> Infinity War and like Groot shows up and he's like, yeah. I'm Groot. And like Steve's just like, hey, hey, yeah. tree alien. All right, yeah. what's up? All right, yeah. let's 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 bash these other aliens now. Steve Rogers is the epitome of just natural, genuine inclusion. Like he's it not really, going to flinch. Yeah. You see a tree yeah. person and a raccoon. I'm not asking no questions. Let's just get to fighting. Fair right? point. Okay. My friend showed up with the tree and the raccoon. Okay. All right, let's go. You, I trust him because my right. good friend ain't going to hang around no, no bad that's people. Fair you point. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's true. That, that's incredible. I don't think I remember <laughs> where I was. I want to say I saw this movie with Brian, but I don't remember how or why. The original Avengers? Yeah. Uh, I unfortunately I probably did not, not. See together. Uh, this was uh, 2012 of May, and I had just oh. I had just turned in my last assignment for my grad program. I know where and I was. I had a I had a midnight. We had a midnight showing. Maggie and I did. And she was like, mm. you, "You turn in this assignment, like you're done with grad school, and you get to see Avengers." So it was it was a pretty great yeah. night. Okay, I think I remember where I was. Yeah, All I right. think I was in Kentucky at the. I was in North Dakota at the time, so we most I definitely did nice. not see that. That was 2012. Yeah, I definitely yeah. was coming. That was yeah. North Carolina right before I went to go play football. Oh I wow! Was, I graduate, right. Oh, I was in 11th grade. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I graduated 2013. The middle child of grades. Yeah. 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 I was. It was graduated <laughs> 2013, so I. I was in. I was definitely in Virginia at the time. All right. Crazy. Well, Look at us. Look at us, huh? Where were you thought? when the Avengers came out? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how we're measuring. Like, right? Always measuring. remember. Never, always for, remember. Never, never forget. forget. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. Um, well, gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, we are going to play a little game that we like to call Catch That Quotable. Catch that quotable. So we got a quote. Coming in from the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So, gentlemen, are Thanks. you ready for this week's quote? 
Yeah, hit me. Locked and loaded. Hit me. Hit right. me. <laughs> Thanks, Every time. <laughs> Every time. Because the thing is, is you say it, and then I do it again. Like, hit yeah. me. Like, I do it in my head like a third time. Come on. Rack him up. Rack him up. I want you to. I want you to. All right. Um, You kind of look like a slutty Ebola virus. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not a joker quote. That is the quote for this week's catch that <laughs> quotable. You kind of look like a slutty Ebola virus. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Clearly a comedy. Uh, it has to be, right? Two people shooting the jabs at each other, shooting the shits at each other, but uh, mm -hmm. what is it? I don't know. This this feels like easy A, but I feel Ooh. like I've I feel like we've guessed that before. We have guessed we have that. Guessed That's one of our go-to guesses. It is, right? Okay. That's we have why a couple of safety net guesses, and Easy A is one of the safety <laughs> net guesses. I, okay, yep. I'm going to look up the quote and give y'all a hint. How about that? Because I don't want to play this game. Mm. <laughs> Marcus, well. Marcus, ladies and gentlemen, is over it. Oh, got okay. it. Okay. Okay. okay, do you All want right. a hint, or do you want to naturally guess it? I mean, I'm not going to get it. So okay. I'm like I'm not gonna get it either. Uh, I'll take the hint. <clears throat> okay, this movie can this movie is a more recent movie. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um your hint is going to be crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, Roman, I wanna hit <laughs> 2000, 2018. <laughs> Um, crazy. Came out, this movie came crazy out crazy in, in 2018. 2018. Mm -hmm. Marcus, is okay. this crazy rich Asians? It is, in fact, crazy rich Asians. <laughs> it's it the is. only thing I could go back. Like I went was, back yeah. in like my movie titles. <laughs> Holy and I was like, buckets, dude! No, the only thing it's that's the, crazy that would have been recent would have been that. It's the wow. dress up scene. I probably gave you too much with the hint, but no, you didn't because um, I haven't seen this movie. It's the dress up scene. When they're trying all the different famous popular clothes and stuff like that. Wow. Way too easy of a hint. I know, Roman. I know. <laughs> maybe this one doesn't him, count. I gave them way too easy of a hint. That, yeah, that one doesn't not. count. But that's okay. We that's win. Okay. We it's win. true. That's all that matters. And when we win, you, you win. Because we get to move on. Yeah. And we don't spend eight years <laughs> trying to figure out the clothes. <laughs> well, you just, this is you, part of the podcast. Everybody wants to hit the little 10 second fast forward button. You don't get me like, trying to rationalize how it's easy A. Like, yeah. everybody everybody yep. wins here. Like, well, just yes fast forward. Tell me what it is. Age. Brian, yeah. we know yeah. it's not easy A. Just shut up. Uh, we we don't have care. raised $80 total from Cash That Quotable, Whoa. though. Which will be donated to an organization. Uh, we pick one. Our choice. We'll pick one. So yeah, that's right. We'll uh, hundred dollars. Yeah. We usually make that donation. So keep that's sending right. those quotes in. We'll keep raising that moolah. Oh, and thank yeah. you, Roman awesome. Yeah, thank you, yes, Roman. Thank you. Could I do, do have a Roman. thing that I want to say because please started a um thing with me in the chat. So I really want to bring it here. Oh, All right, I'm glad whole, you are. The whole Angel Renee and Caitlin Clark. Is that right? Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Angel, oh, Jesus. Angel Reese oh, and Caitlin Clark yeah. situation, right? I'm not going to bask on this too long because Please. do not use the tool and language of quote unquote professionalism and classiness as a tool of hidden um, racism. Wow. Yeah, and it that's absolutely okay? what that was. Don't, it, it's easy to fall for the trap if you don't know the mm. difference because. Naturally, things can see it's a competitive sport. People are gonna be talking shit. I'm a huge fan of talking shit. I was a fan when Caitlin when Caitlin Clark did it. I'm a shit talker myself, right? <laughs> and so 
I was a fan when when Caitlin Clark did the John John Cena. You know, you can't see me, and I was a fan when um, Angel Reese did it too. Mm-hmm. It's just the narratives are very different. So just don't get oh, caught up in the yeah. bullshit and enjoy the fact that women's sports was put on this very high pedestal that it mm-hmm. always should have been on. And ladies don't talk like that, that though, yeah. Marcus. Oh, ladies are supposed to go out and perform for all of our enjoyment. I'm bunch being sarcastic for of those course. who are listening. Mm-hmm. That's sarcasm to the hundredth degree. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a it's a it's a crude double standard because on the same hand, these people who are like, she played so well, and you know, like we're two weeks ago saying that she was too ghetto, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that she was she was something she shouldn't have been and needed mm-hmm. to act a certain way in that moment. Yeah. I have different issues with the go whole ahead, go ahead, Doug. Plea your case so I can because so I can because here's my issue is that one, Marcus is right. This was a <clears throat> this is what if you want a textbook case of a microaggression. This is it. it. Like it is. This is absolutely what this is. So I'm going to say that. So, Micro, you don't even know you're saying it when you say it. 100%. Absolutely right. Yeah. Give us the uh, Lightning McQueen on that. 100%. Um, What I will say is my beef comes from with the way that we talk narratively Mm -hmm. about sports figures these days. And uh, my issue is that, like, we tend to talk about like one or two people on a team. Like True. one or two, period. True. Sure. And what bugs me about that is that the people who like maybe gave a truly magical performance, like we don't talk about them as much. Like great example from the game. Don't get me wrong. Angel Reese played phenomenally. But what we all missed is there was a bench player who came off the bench and she scored did. like 18 points. She had sco- she had been like 0 for 5 in the tournament from the three-point line, and she scored three of these fucking things in the final game. So wow. we're not talking about her. We're talking about this bullshit exchange between right. two talented players. Right. And so I get really tired of the let's put one or two players up on a pedestal. I'm... I am a big fan of team sports where the whole team wins, the whole team loses. I don't like talking about one or two people. So football and football and basketball are typically not my sports for this reason. Okay. And Roman Myers is in the chat. Carson was on fire at the three-point line. I agree with everything that Doug Wagner says. It's a team sport. You cannot win without one person. What Doug, that's not what he said in the chat, though. Right, he said, "What did you say in the chat?" Should I let me go back? Yes, what you said is, "When I win, I like you said, like when no, we win, on. I win, and I get a trophy." And yes. I stopped. Yes. I wanted to say what yes. I just said. This is the I full exchange. Doug says, "Oh no, I'm going to get into the rock news. That's coming later." No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said. Doug says, "I didn't know people were." He was. He talked about the statement. And he was like, "He his problem was that." um the mustache thing. Vince um, McMahon's mustache. I could go on for an oh, hour and a half said, about yeah, Vince McMahon's said, mustache. <laughs> so Doug said, you don't have one good game and get to talk shit. That was his quote. Because before he read the before he read the article about the narratives that people were placing, you don't get to have one good game and talk shit. I then said, I disagree because if if hmm. I win, I win, damn it. Doug then says, no, your team won and arguably the bench played better than you. I said, no, we won and I won. I balled out too. Ring me and you can't see me. Here's my thing. 
I mean, bitch, I won. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at the end, money talks, bullshit walks. So yes, That's you're it. right. You see what I'm saying? Like, if if we get in the ring, if we all won, we know it's a team sport. I can't pass the ball to myself. I can't throw myself an alley oop. I can't score the touchdown by myself. We know it's a team sport, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the good players that do the post interview and they say, you know, it's because of my team. It's because of my team. It's because of my team. But when I get to that locker room, bitch, I won. I'm turning up. I want the champagne. I want all of it because I won. Damn it, you can't see me. I, I, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't. I don't. I know it's a team sport we did the team thing to get here let me have my one moment to slide the ring on my finger and tell you <laughs> sit on it and twirl bitch because i you just know, won and you know what's funny is that like this just tells me that i'm not cut out for team sports anymore or sports like this anymore <laughs> because i don't necessarily care if i win the championship like i want the moral victory like i don't give a fuck about the right. selling i don't give a fuck about any of it i want to be like I yeah but that. when the opportunity was to take you down a peg I didn't. Oh my god. But listen, I am all about the moral victory on the way there because if I want to win, fair. I want a fair fight. And if oh, I yeah. win in a fair fight, you best believe I'm talking my shit cuz I beat you fair and square. That's you see what true. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so for me, let me have my one little moment of solo victory where I put in some work too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? My two points could have been Oh back. yeah. It takes two points could lose a big game. You know what I mean? Miss a missed free throw loses basketball games. All the time changes the entire momentum. So my only point was, I'm gonna talk that shit. That was my only point. That's That's fine. And you again, money talks, bullshit. Why you win? You win. It's welcome to sports in black and white. Everybody, (laughs) that's our spinoff series. Yes, with with Brittany Wagner. Yeah, with Brittany, because you want to hear somebody talk some shit about basketball. You put up. You sit with my wife for like more than five minutes. She commented on my post too, the one that when I shared the post, and I agree with her post. 1000 percent mm-hmm. we are taken away from the main thing we need to keep the main thing the main thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like these are two good competitors and i'm shout out to caitlin clark for not saying anything i don't want i also don't want angel reese to put her foot in her mouth you know what i mean mm, by, right you know, yeah. being on this high and then you say something and it's yep. like okay you, you know you I'm gonna let you have your moment because we defending you now, but I just don't want it to go too far. But shout out to black women. I just gotta say yeah. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Caitlin Clark. Shout out to women in general. 41 points back to fucking back. And if she would have did that shit again, you damn right Caitlin Clark should have been in that. If she would have dropped 41 in that championship game, yeah, she should have been doing this shit all fucking game yep. long. I, yeah. I, well, and I, I feel like the two yeah. of them understand it yes. way more than everybody else talking about it. Like, yeah, yeah like Absolutely. we met, we met, like Absolutely. we taunted each other. That's the, that's the new, what you do. Like the, the news is gonna profit off of this more of than anybody course, because they want to create the uh, they want to create the issue oh, between the two of them. They're gonna they, gotta get that lizard yeah. brain dopamine sports sports drama. There's no storyline if two people don't hate each other mm-hmm. and then they go back next year and they play, let's say in the yeah. first round of the tournament and it's mm-hmm. a rematch like they're trying to they're oh, writing man. next year's story right now like will smith and, and so, chris rock a hundred and ten percent what's gonna piss me off about because i like watching sports shows like even mm-hmm. when i'm at work i turn on in our in our like students oh yeah and i'll turn on like undisputed or something mm-hmm. they will sit and talk about lebron james or tom brady for the oh. next five oh, fucking days so oh, i can only imagine they are about to stretch this shit out. Oh, yeah. We're going to hear about it for a while. Yeah, we're going to hear about it for a while. 
But we are not a sports podcast. We We're a not. movie podcast. And Oops. we had two big trailers drop this week. Uh, today, ways. in fact. Usually we have to talk about them next week. But we are very lucky to talk about them today. We got our first look, gentlemen, at DC's Blue Beetle. Which I'm surprised we got a look at. I was not expecting it. Yeah. Happy we got it, but also was not expecting it. Uh, and for yeah. those that don't know, uh, you can go onto YouTube now. We'll post a link in the episode description so you can go and watch this trailer. Uh, we hard to give anything away. It's a trailer. But gentlemen, thoughts on the Blue Beetle trailer that came out today? Uh, uh, listen. <coughs> <coughs> oh, Marcus has <laughs> thoughts right Marcus out of the gate. Thoughts. If. I want to say, first of all, 10 out of 10. That's how you fucking trailer. I agree. Okay? That's perfect. That is, that's the right song to yes. pick. It's a new song, young song for a young mm -hmm. audience. That song is super hot right now. It's a super TikTok-y song, and it matches the vibe of yes. what you want to get mm -hmm. off of Blue Beetle. That's the first thing I want to say. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. I rewatched the damn Transformers trailer in the theater, and I was Ugh. like, man... This trailer would be so good if this song just was not the song. <laughs> oh, this song did. derails that trailer so badly. It's so bad, man. And 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 yeah, I really can't wait for them to come out with the second trailer that doesn't have that. that yeah, that song. Here's yes. the second thing I want to say. I'm gonna stand ten toes on this. If there wasn't as much drama as there was in DC, okay, yep. and yep. Ezra Miller wasn't such wasn't Ezra Millering it. Right, yeah. and they was to on the top best of their shit. Possible. They did what they did. If you would have given me the Flash trailer and then follow up with Blue Beetle trailer, right? I'll even throw in Shazam just for shits and giggles. Okay, <laughs> Zachary Levi's happy about this. He's. Very I mean, happy. if it's like he's relevant. If Shazam is like a seven out of ten, and Flash is as good as. Um, yeah, as, and Flash is as good as Tom Cruise says it is. Yeah, and, and I like how trailer, he's the bellwether. I, somehow yep. he became the bellwether, somehow. and if Blue Beetle is as good as it looks. DC people would be talking about DC a lot more being on the turning yeah. point mm -hmm. and changing the fucking game. It would be the real shift in the DC like it, universe. It would be the one thing people wouldn't shut the fuck up about and Marvel wouldn't really have any uh -huh. pushback because Marvel's yeah. on a slope. It's on a downward slope right now with all the layoffs. It ain't as many shows coming out. It's not many not not a lot of attention going on to it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's the only reason DC ain't getting as much attention as it should be. Yeah. This suit looks, I mean, this was perfect in mm -hmm. from song selection into what you got to see. They didn't do this shit that they usually do, which is we're not going to show them in a suit. Right. They, you kind of have like with the way Blue Beetle is. And for That's those that don't know, Blue Beetle, there's it's like an alien scarab scarab symbiote yeah. thing. Yeah. Basically yeah. bonds with Jamie Reyes and gives him the powers that he has. So there's really no way to do it without the suit. And they didn't mm -hmm. try to do that. They're like, nope, this is what you need to see. And so right it. it got right to it, which was awesome. Um, I'm genuinely excited about this cast, yep. too. Like, the cast yes. is really good. Well, it's been um, a cast, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, Zolo Marduena, I believe is how you pronounce his name, plays Jamie Reyes. He looks awesome. Mm -hmm. George yeah. Lopez is in this? I, this I was... looks like a great role for George Lopez. He Just really need to does. get that out. He really yeah. does. And then Susan Agreed. Sarandon's in there. So you got a taste of everything without giving too much away. So this trailer was yeah, and the and the and the Easter eggs in the background too. The um yeah. The two suits that you see from the older Blue Beetle and um, mm -hmm. oh nice, uh, I forgot Tom Cord the Cord Industries. Like you yeah. get to see all the the Beetle that they actually. It's a lot. Of, if you ever get the chance, catch up on some Blue Beetle. I feel like yes. it's a good 
Blue young, fresh awesome. story. He struggles about like being in control, yeah. and sometimes the scarab doesn't give him control. I don't know how I feel about the voice of the scarab. It sounds a little bit too much like Siri for me. Yeah, okay. that was, I don't know, that was an interesting choice to me, because yeah. it just, I was like, this feels very generic, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I was like, maybe they'll change this before the well, movie, and, I don't know. And looking at the cast, Harvey Gullien from it's a, uh, from What We Do in the Shadows, that TV show, he... Um, Oh he, yeah, is he? He's not credited when I'm looking at the cast for this movie. I wonder if he's playing the Beatle voice. Nice. It was a woman. Oh, I thought it was a woman's voice. It might be, and I could be way off base, but I'm looking at like a cast list, and there's no huh. like unless they give the scarab a name in the movie, and we just don't know what it is oh, yet. Okay. Like it could be that he's yeah. playing it. So, and he could have been a good opportunity, I think, to um, get a famous voice for the scarab, but. That's a little, that's like a little thing compared to how Very big the trailer little. is. I love yeah. the sword scene too. Like the way that it ended and she was like, good choice. Like I really, mm-hmm. that, that, was that was, that I, yes. Well, yeah. and it feels like this movie also like isn't trying to reinvent the wheel. No. Like it's okay that this feels like part Iron Man, part mm-hmm. Spider-Man, yeah. part Green Lantern. Like it's yeah, okay dude. that mm-hmm. like you do those things well mm-hmm. and then you show us like, like why we should see this movie. Like mm-hmm. it clearly has a heart. Like the family's at the heart of this. And then the sim, like the, you know, the scarab, clearly we don't know what to do with it. And that's going to be part of the yeah. journey. And you get, you get all of that in the trailer. And it also didn't give the whole plot away, which I was just mm-hmm. really, that, which in that, this day and age uh, is such a feat, Brian, they always give that it shit really, it really it, like, it shouldn't be, I feel weird saying it, but it's like, Okay, yeah, he's got the suit and he's doing stuff, and Susan Sarandon's upset about something. Great, let's go. You know, that's all I need. That's well, all it's I a nice, need. and it's a nice change of pace for DC because remember the Shazam two trailer? They gave all that shit away, like the, right the away. Of the, the finale in that trailer is bonkers. And so this one, it's like good. Keep some shit under your hat a little yeah. bit, so that way we don't have to see it all. So this was, I was fine with this. Rate the trailer yeah. out of I mean, out of ten. It's up there. I would five. say five. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. If okay. I, okay, just stick with me here. 10 out of 10 for DC trailers. I, I'm looking at there you the go. Suicide Squad. Like that trailer, yep. it's bulletproof. To that me. trailer was awesome. The, I, so it's it's below that and definitely above like shazam it's definitely above mm-hmm. black adam it's 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 gonna fit somewhere in there with like batman versus superman probably okay so like it, it's i'd say it's like a seven to eight out of ten if i had to give it a number but it's definitely it's definitely in the top quarter i think that i like that yeah, yeah. i like that i'll give it a I'll, I'll give it a just on a dc scale not like all type shit. yeah i think on the same standard that brian has yep i'll give it a four and a half that's how I gave it too. Is like Suicide Squad is probably a bunch of the bellwether for trailers, yeah. and this was not as good as that, but still much better like than what the last we last trailer recently. is probably above that. But a lot of that is the nostalgia behind the. the, the, the I mean, if you didn't have any of those cameos, yeah. it immediately gets to like a four or five out of ten. Yeah. yeah, easy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we also got speaking on the other side of things we also got a first look at the disney plus show secret invasion which comes out on june 21st uh gentlemen thoughts on the secret invasion trailer fire 
I mean, yeah. that's a, if, if I'm one on a scale of one to five, uh, off the rip skis. I, I mean, scroll, scroll, scroll me, baby. That's like, I, I'm ready. Like, let's let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah. we got Oscar Award winner Olivia Coleman just chatting to Samuel Jackson. We got Amelia Clark. I'm ready to go. Like, let's yeah. find out what the mystery is. I'm good. Like, it's going to be the slow burn spy thriller of the summer, and I'm in. I'm 100% in. Yeah. It's the tone that I wish Falcon and the Winter Soldier would have done. Yeah, um, if I'm being mm-hmm. that espionage field, like that yeah. is this is the vibe I would. It's a little bit more serious than I than I feel like you could do with Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier because Nick Fury looked like he ain't taking no shit. He took his eye patch off. Was like, bitch, you gonna stare at this for eight episodes? You know, what I mean? like, he's not, he's not <laughs> look, look at look at this look yeah. at this foggy eye. Yeah, <laughs> this milky eye. Look in, oh, yeah. look into it. Yeah, I, I I gotta be honest. I'm excited for this one, and I'll say even going back just to Blue Beetle for a second, I'm excited about this too. Both of these trailers made me mm-hmm. excited for what's coming in terms of this respective yeah. whatever it is, and so this was awesome—an espionage involving scrolls. There's something else yes. going on. Sign me up. No questions asked. Sign me up. I, I'm very I mean, excited about I, this. I, I'm excited also because the and this is one of the things I really like about Disney Plus. And like people kind of look at me weird when I when I say this, but like Disney Plus isn't afraid to like get into the niche stuff. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like they'll do Moon Knight, which was like a paranormal superhero psychological thriller, I guess. Yeah, and it was weird, but like it it was good in its own right, and it attracted its very own separate audience, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and I feel like they're doing the same thing here with Secret Invasion, like. Yeah, it's still going to have like the DNA of Disney, but at least it is going for that niche where you have Netflix and Amazon and it feels like they're pumping out the same show like mm-hmm. every every few months. Like Amazon, it's like, here's a white guy with a gun coming to Amazon Prime and Netflix. <laughs> white guy like, with a gun fighting a government. Pick yeah. one. I mean, and you got Netflix where it's just like, hey, did you know that this guy feels this way? But uh oh, this other person doesn't feel that way. Coming next summer. Like, it's just it's the same vibe every you know, few months. You know what I love when I love when white people comment on other white people stuff. Cause I just feel like I'd be tripping thinking this stuff, and then they y'all no. just said I didn't re- I didn't connect the dots that that is always what comes out. But what is the Night Agent? Like that new show that's on Netflix it, is the yeah, same thing. It, it I like I thought I was losing my mind by the way because I started watching Wednesday and I saw it and I was like, wait a minute, they already did this show, didn't they? And it was like, no, that's the Bodyguard. There's there's a different one or like the Human Target. Sorry. There's also something called yeah. the bodyguard, and I'm like, it's the same show. Yeah. Like you're making the same show over and, and over and again. Netflix also has this bad habit of like taking something. Um, shout out to my mom. My mom made this point, and I'm reiterating it. Oh, but they have this thing of they have this thing of like taking something light and being like, no, 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 <laughs> make it fucking darker. Like, and so <laughs> like, hey, did Where'd you go, like, Doug's mom? Yeah. Did Did you like uh, like uh, the, the Adams family? What if it was just Wednesday yeah. and much darker? Yeah. And I was like, God damn, yeah. good point. Like no, she's just, right. Yeah, like she's Lost in Space. Right. I don't remember Lost in Space being that dark, but it Lost was extremely yes. dark. That dark. Extremely dark. Right. And I still haven't finished that show. I didn't have they bought it back yet. I don't I don't I no, I, I think can't. they said they're done. I'm oh, pretty fuck. sure. Oh damn, oh, it's been no, a year. I've been waiting years for that. There you go. Um, um 
but but yeah like anyway all, all i'm trying to say is like i'm glad disney plus is like here's your weird alien espionage Did you like weird show, aliens? nerds here you go yes <laughs> sign me up more weird yep. alien espionage i'm here um for it. i just as some breaking news ain't really nothing that's important only like a personal like to me um the spawn movie apparently is 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 getting a bigger budget <clears throat> tom well, mcfarland just good. announced that okay they're bringing on a lot more a-list actors i think what i think Jamie Foxx is supposed to yes, play Spawn. I feel like you're right. Oh yeah. wow! I feel and like so you're right. They he just did an interview where he said um, they're they're upping up the budget. Also, have you ever heard Todd McFarlane talk? No, no. That man, that man is interesting. I would love to talk to him because he's just got such a strong opinion on everything. <laughs> and he used to work for Marvel, and I was watching a he comic did. book oh, series, yeah. and when he talks about his time at Marvel. He was like. And I wasn't just going to take that shit lying down. So I walked and it was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Do your thing, Todd. Do your thing. Do baby. your thing. Um, we have one last piece of news before we're going to get into the movie. And that's because uh, they should make a Mistborn show. They should make a Mistborn show. Shout out to Roman. I finished the Mistborn trilogy uh, th- this weekend. And Roman has basically been my ride or die for the entire book series because he's he's read it. And he's the only person that understands like what I'm going through. So shout out. Shout out to Roman. I was like, I, I was like <laughs> texting him the whole time. I can't believe this is happening. This is weird. So that was nice. So shout out to Roman. Read a book. Shout out to Roman. Uh, Roman's a ride or die. A hundred percent. We got an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I just swallowed my shout tea out. and I almost did a spit take when I saw the We Heart Mills. I mean, no we're gonna make in. that's gonna be the first shirt for the Patreon. Is gonna say We Heart Mills. Yep, yep. Films of black and white. Love Mothers, Mills. I like to friend. <laughs> oh. Well, mothers, I like the film. Well, that doesn't sound good. Either. That doesn't sound right. That that, that doesn't. Okay. Sound good. All right. Moving on. Didn't come out the way. Didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Two announcements came out. Two announcements came out. We are going to get because you all were banging down the door. You were writing letters. You were really here for it. You're like, you know what? I need a reboot of Harry Potter, but make it a series. <laughs> Roman Myers said, "Stay away from my mom." <laughs> Roman, I would never. I would well, never. I've lost control of the podcast. I would That's never. what's happening right now. Mom, I love all moms in a healthy way. In a healthy way. I've... Now, if you want to love me in an unhealthy way, that's just a different discussion we got to have. Doug, I've what, discovered what several kinks about myself. And one, I like older women. I do. I, I don't know where it came from. I didn't point it out. Doug pointed it out. And ever since then, all I can think about is women who are maybe 10 years older than me. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm, we're not here to kink shame. We're not here to tell you what you should like and shouldn't. But you know what I don't like? A like... reboot of the Harry Potter series, but make it a series. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. They're no, starting over. You. It's a part of David Zasloff's new method for HBO Max, apparently, when I read the article. And so okay. they want to do each season will be a book. Yep. So And it'll essentially be seven seasons. So they're going to go book by book. And I guess I they're just, just going to start it over. I don't want this. You can't tell me I, this I isn't because of Last of Us. Like, you can't tell me it's not because of the success of Last of Us. And Last of I, Us means they're probably going to try to extend that to four seasons somehow, some way. I could see it being like it's partially Last of Us and also Hogwarts Legacy being oh, top true. of pop culture mind yeah. at the moment and yeah. people revisiting. 
and they but can't just, do anything uh, else with Harry Potter. Like, damn. I mean, just, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I would take a three se- a three part series, but it's before Harry Potter. Like, I would take I the events leading up to his parents dying. Like that, that, I would feel is interesting. But... I would do the lost son. I mean, uh, the, the cursed child. The cursed, cursed child. child. I would do yeah. the cursed child. Man, that's yeah. a trip. Uh, I, I mean, of course. So this came from Bloomberg recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the the piece says that this is going to be announced like within a week if they can lock yeah. down J.K. Rowling because apparently they need the way the contract is they need her blessing to make it, and if God. they make it, she has to be involved. What? So yes, basically, oh. the way the article phrases it is that if it does move forward, J.K. Rowling said like I have to be involved. So it's like they have to be. Uh, I, I guess, and apparently it's a part, like a cornerstone of the new HBO Max streaming strategy, which I'm like, like this, like you haven't even finished your, yeah, boo. Uh, boo. That's our, that's our Chiron. Like you haven't even finished this Fantastic Beasts nonsense. Not that you need to, but like you didn't even make a determination about it, but you're already going to go back to the well of the first like eight, eight seven books. Like I just... I, I, nobody wants this. Nobody make, wants this. Or make a comedy series about Rick, who's a 35-year-old man who's <laughs> using his hair, who figured out that he's a wizard too late, so he has to go back to school in a Ladybugs-esque Rodney Dangerfield-style comedy about Rick from Staten Island who gets into Hogwarts. Duh. I don't fuck <clears throat> around with this shit anymore. You, like, I don't care. You, you dated yourself a bit there, but you're right. You could. There are several there are so many different paths you could take my the one thing that just behooves me a little bit yeah. is the non-creativity behind harry potter yes like they tried fantastic beast and i'm not sure i thought fantastic beast was going to lead into harry potter i understand young dumbledore there's a there's a ties with the younger versions of these characters sure why haven't we gotten a young snape movie or why haven't we done what doug mentioned this before of like what happened to the events that got harry potter family killed like why haven't we talked about harry father and his mother like doing a series about that i don't understand why we have to reboot things completely like, we're running out of creativity you and, could do a, yeah. you could do a cop procedural <laughs> called the aurors yeah, and it's just yeah, people yeah. walking around I england agree. solving solving magical crime well, like yeah it's not hard that'd be good yeah I, the fact that they have to go back to the well and it's like barely 10 years. It's barely been 10 years since Deathly mm-hmm. Hollows part two came yes. out. I just, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like it's just so, so common denominator and bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel. Yeah. Like they're just so desperate to get these dollars. And like, I mean, it, it might have some credence to it. Like it, like I can understand why you would want to redo it, but like not 10 years later so you just like, did a I reunion on that. hbo max last like year they, last year you just did the reunion of the yeah you're right uh, well and, and the fact well, that they didn't even learn anything from like the last of us like it feels like they're learning all the lot like the wrong yeah. lessons like people, people like the last of us like because it, it was an adapted original mm-hmm. story like you're really gonna go back to harry potter that like it, we've, she ain't, we've done that she ain't writing new books y'all like this ain't different no. like it's the well, same it's thing we read hard. I also don't get why they're doing this because they know that there's going to be all this crud like with J.K. Rowling. She has very transphobic views, harmful views, and you're inviting all of that and people are going to make sure that 
they know that this, they don't. You're like right, it. Brian. It is a different time. You when know, the first book came out such a long time ago. I had braces when the first book came. Oh out. yeah, I was like, in middle school. Yeah. So when that first book came out, we all didn't know because we didn't have the ability to know at that time. Well, so she, and she no... didn't share those views until after the books. Oh, no. and so there's no way we can revisit that from day one. Right. Without, because here's the thing. And this is the other thing that pisses me off and don't get me wrong. Like I'm all for representation, but I feel like sometimes there are folks who lean into representation for the sake of it being representation. So, you know, what's going to happen is that the, this time they tell the story, there are going to be a ton of trans characters that are on the show just yes. to be like, she couldn't take care of what we thought. See, we got you. And it's not going to be genuine mm. and it's going to be bullshit. And it's going to mm -hmm. make me yeah. mad. Like it's going to make me yeah. more mad seeing it. Than being like where I'd be like, you know, hey, head good for you guys. Thanks for doing yeah. that. Like it's just it's gonna take all of the power out of that representation because of the stain that's on the the original. Oh, content. being a token, like tokenizing it. Yes. Absolutely. I agree. Yes. The other one is Dwayne the Rock Johnson's big ass showed up on Instagram today <laughs> to tell me that he was doing a live action remake of Moana. <laughs> And he brought us, me. He, 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 he brought his kids along, <clears throat> so that was fun. Uh, was and he kept throwing out Hawaiian words because, in case you forgot, that's a that's a thing that's a part of who he is. And so it's just, <laughs> I just don't like. I don't know what to say. But when you're like, look, there's one thing that I love to do, and I love to talk about the ocean and the mana and the spirit. Hey. And if you haven't tried, Zoa Energy Drink is on the shelves. And we're going to bring some of that Zoa here because uh, Disney's letting me do this live action. Like, can fuck I, off. Like, just give me the announcement. Do a I, press, do a can press I give release. You, can I give you an unpopular opinion? Yeah. Sure. I enjoy when he talks about his family. He did a cute oh. little video with his daughter of them oh, doing I love a, that. the oh, traditional I, yeah. dance with his grandmother and him slapping the ground and you know, I, I do like when he talks about his heritage more because it doesn't make me feel like he's this piece of paper you can color whichever way mm -hmm, benefits right. whatever fair. he's got to promote. Um, <clears throat> of, as far as the Moana, I mean, Doug's impersonation was spot on. The Zoa yeah, and I'm the Moana. I'm going to get really good at it. That was spot on. <laughs> uh, as far as the announcement, uh, I don't know how to feel about it. It's so quick. I guess my it's my same complaint that I have about Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Moana just came out. Yeah, <laughs> like 10 years ago, right? Like yeah, it just is... came out. Wait, yeah. 10 years no, ago? Less, less oh, than 10 years. 2016, it's been seven years. Damn. That's, 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 that's sad. It's upsetting that's, to me for some reason. Is, that's, also, that's I want to say, I don't mind it when Dwayne Johnson talks about his family. I actually mm -hmm. think that's like one of his strengths, to yes. be honest. Yes. Like, when he's genuine and Absolutely. authentic. I love that. You can talk about your family all day. I love that for you, mm -hmm. Dwayne. Um, but like, I do think it's like, I saw this, I saw this announcement on Disney's Twitter feed. So it was just like, is like, who's, who's doing this? Is Disney like, yes, we are old Roman, uh, join our Patreon, join the chat. You can tell us we're old. Uh, yeah. But like, did Disney drag out Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. Look, look, times are tough. Okay. There's a recession coming. Ron DeSantis is trying to make up laws to get our tax status revoked. Can we just, can we do Moana again? And he's probably like, okay. Hey, hey, did you hey, hear hey. about how, they, how Disney fixed that though? Yes, they did. They put their board in and passed rules before and literally were like, you can't change them for 30 years. And they, they went, and they, they, they publicly, they followed everything they were supposed to. And he didn't follow. Uh-uh. 
Like they announced no. it publicly before the meeting what they were going to do, and he just uh -huh. didn't pay attention to it. No, he did not. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, it, and it's way too complicated to get into on the podcast. Yeah. But if like any of the Disney Reedy Creek stuff interests you, like please Google it, and you'll see that Disney basically is able to retain everything the same way it was before, for the most part, using super arcane rules and the British monarch. <laughs> Anyway, that's yeah. the teaser. But, but you, I can't but tell if Dwayne Johnson like is it was the one to initiate this or or, or Disney because it also feels like Dwayne was like, all right, Black Adam knocks me on my ass. All right, we need a slam dunk, folks. What a what what do we got? And he just like stares at Moana and she's like, Are you what? You're looking at like, me weird, Dwayne. And he's like, We're doing Moana again. It's like and Moana's the clueless employee in the back room. Like, <laughs> yeah, what are we gonna do? Yes, <laughs> This is a tough situation for you. Like, got, How are you going to handle this? I've got all of DC on my back, Zachary Levi on my nuts. The only way to fix this up is Disney. You know what? You look. know what? You're right. Dwayne Johnson was awfully quiet he was, when Zachary Levi look, was he was, was he had, but, he was like, while uh, this motherfucker is struggling with his last movie, guess what I, I'm about to do? I realized bitch. one thing and one thing only. You can't back squat your way out of personnel problems, and so sometimes you just have to grind down deep. Papa Zoa and get to work and Papa put your Zola. boots to the ground and we're going to get this done with a live action uh, you know there we have it. Obviously he's playing Maui right? Like oh, I yeah. mean, could be oh, right? of surprised he if he didn't. No this guy gets yeah. another shot and at you singing. Know what, and yes. you know what the fucking thing is? Is he's going to release some bullshit this is how I got in shape to play Maui workout and exactly. everyone's going to be like Yes, because every time he takes a new role, he videos what goes into his workouts. And he's like, I did a bunch of calf blasters and arm thrusts. And the next thing you know, I'm ready to play Maui. Like, don't like we don't need to do that. I don't pay attention to any of those videos. I do. And I'm bad. like, I should try that. And then I try it and my arms hurt for like three days. <laughs> it sounds like a personal. <laughs> it's a personal like a... choice, but okay, I'm blaming yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm riding mm -hmm. with you. Yep. Get your pump, Good, get your pump on. That's all I, I needed. I need people to sympathize with my I poor decision. Sure, sure. I, I just can't think of another situation where the original came out and then less than 10 years later, they're like, let's, let's do it again. Like, I Remember, just... the most recent Disney remake we're getting that's live action is The Little Mermaid, and that <laughs> came out decades ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I think this shows that studios are like really scared of the economic like yeah. environment that's going to yeah. be here Speak in about a year know. or two and they just want safe bets and that makes me so sad because like i feel like we're kind of getting some good original stuff now mm -hmm. but it's like no 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 we just need straight money makers so hope mm -hmm. you like all the stuff you liked before yeah it's member berries again that's what it is it, um, a little bit it really is but gentlemen we have a whole ass movie to get do to. We? Yeah, we? we really do. We kind of we were all over the place, but we have a whole ass movie to get to. Gentlemen, we saw the movie Dungeons and Dragons uh, Honor Among Thieves. So if you have not okay. seen it and you don't want us to spoil it, put a pin in this and come back later. Uh, Marcus, no, I would. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I want it for what? you so bad. No. What? Why? Because I don't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons. But that's I mean, why I, it would be better. Uh, okay, I'll do it. All right. Because I'll do it. Brian and I have played D&D. Like, oh, I we love know what goes into it. I, okay, I will give it to you as best I can. Please. Right? 
right, so what had happened was I went to the movie at one thinking that it was only one showing on Saturday. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So we, you go and you get this movie. I may need help with character names because that was one thing. I have, the ca- I have the character list, so you just let me know whose name you need. Chris Pine. Uh, Edgen. Edgen. Okay. So Edgen, is, he, he's a family guy, right? Essentially, he joins this group of hunters. It's kind of like a Robin yeah. Hood of, I don't know, think Avengers, people that are really good at shit, and they go and they go on quest and they arrest people. He's like the police. Okay, so yeah, he goes. Kind of. and, ooh, that was a bad Basically. Thing. I didn't feel comfortable saying Thank that. You. Anyway, he's he kind of goes out and he's a warrior. Okay, so he's like this warrior. He goes, he does things, and he goes on quest and he arrests people. He has a family. Okay, his mm-hmm. wife's name. Do you have his wife's name? I do. Oh, I could not find that anywhere. Name. Uh, his wife's name is so, nope, that's not it. I have his kid's name. Okay. His kid's name is Kira. Kira. So he has a family. He has a wife and he has a daughter named Kira. They were living a happy, beautiful life until one day he steals a little bit of money because they, they weren't making a lot of money in the job that he was doing. And then a yep. red wizard, if I'm not mistaken, Correct. Um, yep. Nailed kills it. his wife. And one thing you cannot recuperate from a comeback, there is no spell to bring you back, is a is the stabbing of a red wizard. Okay, so um, he goes and there's this quest and an opportunity. Well, he meets Olga, Holga with an Olga. He meets Holga, is like who's like his sister, and they go on this quest. Boom, they do this thing and they become like sisters and they help raise Kira together. He goes on this quest with Hugh Grant, who is Forge, Forge, and another wizard named Simon. Simon, right? And then thank you. So they go on this quest. Simon, um, um, he tell one of the guys tell him there's a tablet that will bring your wife that can bring anybody back to life, even if they're stabbed by the blade of a red wizard. So he goes on this quest to go get this tablet to bring his wife back. Unfortunately, the wizard that is with them that kind of looks like um Scarlet Witch. Um yes. uh <laughs> Sophia Lillis plays Doric. Doric. Okay, Doric is this powerful red wizard in design, right? right? And so um, she does a time stop. They get caught in a time stop. They go to jail. They break out of jail. After they break out of jail, um, he wants to go find his wife. It turns out his old crew is all split up and Forge has taken the daughter because he promised he would take care of Kira. He takes her, lives his lavish lifestyle. He becomes a lord, but he's working with the witch because there's a spell that they want to release to control the planet or control that area. And in that process, um, Forge lies to Kira, says his daddy's a liar, said he left her. They didn't give a fuck about her. He's trying to win his daughter back, save his daughter and stop Forge and stop the witch with this new crew that he's assembled of rough, tough people. Dude, home run. You yeah, got you it. Did that. You, yeah, you did great. I, was, I, felt, I felt myself teetering a little bit too much into details, and that's what you were kind of like. That was perfect. That is just the right okay, amount. No, so, that, was, okay, that was good. That was home run. But let's go through cast, shall we? So Chris Plain, yes. Chris Pine plays Elgin. Michelle Rodriguez plays Holga. Regine John Page. Reggie John Page plays Zenick. Justice Smith plays Simon. Sophia Lillis plays Doric. Hugh Grant plays Forge. Chloe Coleman plays Kira. Daisy Head plays Sophina. And everybody else after that is sort of uh, not necessarily big into it. Like they're there for just a moment. That's your big cast. This movie had a fantastic showing at the box office this week. So um, it 
dethroned uh, John Wick. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it had a great showing for what it was. Definitely beat expectations. Uh, three, $38.5 million in an opening weekend. That's pretty good. Uh, okay. Which is fantastic. Sequel coming um, soon. Uh, no, no shit. And would be easy <laughs> to do. And and would be easy to do. Yeah. Um, yes. So, and so, gentlemen, thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves? You know what? Simply put, kudos. Yeah. Great job for a person who, okay, my entire perspective is somebody who doesn't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons. As much of a nerd I am. Mm-hmm. I just didn't I never could do the Dungeons and Dragons with all the rules and I don't think I was ever around like the board game and like I was never mm-hmm. in those type of environments to right. learn how to do it and I did Yu-Gi-Oh cards and Pokemon cards but I never got to Dungeons and Dragons I like RPGs I like all that kind of shit that seems like Dungeons and Dragons never did it but as somebody who doesn't know shit about it I felt like I could watch this movie and I wasn't left out it yes. was just yeah. a good adventure movie and so I yes. just want to start yeah. doing like kudos on making a good refreshing Funny, lighthearted adventure movie. Yeah, a hundred percent. Brent, I so I feel like this movie hurt us when we were talking about how there isn't enough like mid-budget adventure yep. comedy action movies like mm-hmm. The Mummy. Like I feel like this movie hurt us talk about that, and then they were like, "Okay, but you want a big budget, right?" And we were like, "Not, not exactly, but." Basically, it took all those like ideas that you love from like the classic adventure movies and then basically updated it and put a hundred fifty million dollar budget on it. And yep. and it's a it's a good it is a good fantasy adventure movie. And yeah. the re and, and that sounds really mundane, but the reason I'm impressed with it is because people have missed the mark on this for a long oh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's either been too simple or it's been too dense to like for people to pick up and and be able to to like have like a low barrier of entry. That's really tough with a lot of this fantasy stuff because the fun of it is being like, ooh, there's rules and magic and like not all of the magic works the same way. And that's the fun of it of like trying to puzzle your way to how it's going to happen. And I feel like this movie was like, okay, like we can't go super heavy mm-hmm. on those types of systems, but we can yeah. go heavy on like an earnest story that is reminiscent of a D&D campaign of just you and your friends sitting around of how you're going to hijack the high lord of the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, infusing it with like really good comedy um and having earnest relationships i just and, and heart too like i yeah. think yeah. i think chris pine's character gets written off as a like a careless ne'er-do-well who's also a dad but there's a lot of heart in his story there's a lot of heart in yeah. Holga's story there's a lot of heart throughout all of this so to yeah. your point brian that i really like is that they did such a good job like of saying it's it's a little parts comedy it's a little parts yeah, art mm-hmm. it's a little parts action adventure and it's a little part it's just enough D lore for yeah. the average moviegoer to say this is fun but also just enough for someone who has been around it for a while to say right. "Ooh, i know that i know that i know that because they reference some spots in here both video games and campaign campaigns oh yeah that are from dungeons and dragons that over our heads would have been missed but to me, I went, nope, that's a place. Oh, I, I mean, Neverwinter like, is a prime location that I've, that I've been to. I, I mean, like... The, it's a, it's of, a whole video game. Neverwinter yeah. Nights is based off of D&D, and that's yep. a thing that's there. Uh, Baldur's what. Gate 
is a whole D oh, yeah. campaign that's both a video game as well as and several, not just PC, but um Baldur's Gate had a game. Oh shit, I had it pulled up. Give me a second. Um I played it on PS3, a PS2. Oh yeah. Dark Alliance. That was a game that you played with our like I remember yeah. playing with friends of mine that yes. was all based on hack and slash level up wizard like yeah. rogue like it was based off of all just of a that. dungeon crawler yeah yeah they even referenced some there were some uh at one point in time chris pine represent like says hey remember what happened in Waterdeep? that's a DD campaign um they reference a lot of different things that have happened here that are like real cool pieces yeah. that you could reference all the time. So they did a good job of like taking this and combining it all into one cohesive story. And I, that was awesome. Yeah. I feel like I know what it feels like to be a non fan of the MCU. Like <laughs> there are people that watch the MCU and they don't know any of the Easter eggs. They, I, you know, you go with them to the movies and they're like, who is that? And what does that mean? Right. And the only thing I was able to catch that I knew was an obvious like Easter egg was the original Dungeons and Dragons cast in the maze. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. oh, were, I did not catch that. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, yeah. They're the ones that got caught, but they were dressed like the original movie yep, or some amazing. original. Cor- yeah, maybe the up. like advertising, but like with the corny hat and like, yeah, yeah. yep. Oh, I totally. Yeah. That's really cool. I saw that too. Yeah, it was. It was. Pretty, I thought that was. I thought that was dope. But other than that, when I tell you, I don't know shit. I watch people do fantasy high. Like, there's a guy named uh, Brennan. Yep. From do you watch? Do you know who that is? He's 100%. really good. Brennan is hilarious, right? And they do these. What do you call it? The D and D sessions. Or what, what is D, it? I mean, they're I mean, playing. They're playing storylines. Like they're yeah. just playing out these adventures over multiple weeks. They'll get. They'll say, "Okay, we're gonna play for a couple hours. We'll get as far as we can. We'll stop. We'll come back next week." Yeah. I would say it's very the easy can't like there's a campaign there are campaigns that you could do that take three hours mm-hmm. and they advance relatively quickly but then there are campaigns that take people the better oh. part of a month like Jesus where it's like Christ. every week it's two hours every week i mean and it's just advancing things forward a lot there of are people that i knew people that would do one for like an entire year yeah, and dude. like their equipment and their gear would level up with them and like mm-hmm. i remember one time I'll try to make this story short, but basically they've been playing for six months and something happened where it was like, well, I lost this sword of like a thousand knights and I can't use it anymore. And I don't, and I built it up over six months and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that would yeah, break man. my heart. Jesus. So like, yeah, it, it can get super. I know people during, you know, 2020 got really into D and D and some people we still have, two, had yeah. those campaigns going. We have two friends, uh, three friends, Andrew Quist, Sam Angel. Shout out to Andrew and Sam. They play pretty regularly. I've participated in a campaign Chris Schultz did on his Twitch stream. Yes. Uh, He's doing fundraising for charity. I brought uh, Tito Fuentes out of my tome of (laughs) D&D characters. And here's here's the thing I enjoy about it. And this is going to go in a separate tangent from the movie. This is what I like about it is that what I like about D&D is that I can be super serious or I can be the dude that's just there to fuck shit up and <laughs> I have a place still. So, cause those that don't know Tito's just there to cause a ruckus. Yeah. Like, yeah. T- he participates chaos, but he's Fuentes. just, you know, he just Tito Fuentes is there to just mess stuff up. And also for those that don't know, when I get really drunk, Tito comes out and yeah. he's, that's that's my alter that's my drunk alter ego and back, I, I can back oh, the movie. I can connect <laughs> this. I can connect this because please, 
when uh, when Roger Jean, uh, I'm totally blanking on his yep. name now. Uh, the, the Bridgerton guy. Yes. Uh, when he shows up as the paladin, and I think it works on so many levels because mm-hmm. on an audience level, if you don't know anything, you're like, who's this guy that's like super serious? Mm-hmm. And like, he is just too much. He's the through line. And he played this character, like Roger Jean Page, absolutely nailed it of just like you're this paladin that does everything right and it's so annoying like you are so annoying but we can't do this without you because you're the only person that knows how to get there um and i just i enjoyed that because i feel like in a lot of movies it centers on the paragon it centers on this paladin character of like they'll always do the right thing and it puts you in more of like a regular person's shoes of like chris pine it's like Man, this guy's like a kind of a jerk. I don't know if he's being a jerk. He's kind of a buzzkill. Like Like he's yeah. He's kind of. I enjoyed him. Well, he's great, but in like in in that in that team of six, right? Everybody else there is like having fun, enjoying themselves, just trying to make it, not being perfect. And then here's this dude that's like, here are the rules. I follow them. I know all the backstories and all of this. And it's like, we don't we don't need we don't need to do that. And it. And so, like, it works on an audience level, right? But, like, on a meta level, mm-hmm. I have definitely played Dungeons & Dragons with somebody playing this character. And it's yes. like, can you not do this for, like, a, like an hour? Because, like, you like you have this I'm, code, I'm a- and you're not going to steal from people. And we got to, like, get to the next town. And yeah. I just thought it embodied that idea really well and i yeah. also loved the gag of like oh is he gonna is he gonna go around the rock is he gonna go yeah. over the rock kind of like reminding it, it was reminiscent of like a video game npc a little yep. bit of just like he's just gonna too. like walk away at the end of the night after barely surviving he's just gonna walk away into the sunset okay that's weird so yeah. i enjoyed that as did i marcus uh, I'm confused. I'm. I just enjoyed the movie because <laughs> I, I, honestly, I feel like I, I knew when I was watching this, I wasn't gonna have much to contribute because as you like, I couldn't catch the things that I feel like I was supposed to. There's catch. a lot. So for oh. me, I'm. I'm just watching this from the most simple plot. I think that it was a funny movie. I love. I put this in the chat. I love when Chris Pr- Chris Chris Pine plays a really good hero. Like yes, he just yes. he is the hero of all yep. heroes, even in Star Trek and all that. Like he is, he just does really well at that. I also he, think that the full cast was yeah really had good, really really good chemistry together chemistry. as well. Shout out yeah. to Michelle Rodriguez. Like yeah. I wouldn't yes. have expected yeah. her. Usually Bradley she's she uh, yes, and Bradley <laughs> Cooper randomly being coming. in there, but it's Michelle good. Rodriguez is typically like super serious Dom Toretto's. Yeah. Wife question mark. Uh and so he's like, I don't yeah. know. But typically super serious. She's always like the super action-y hero person. Yep. And I really appreciate the fact that we got to see it like both sides. She got yeah. to do her action stick, but then she got to play some comedic portions mm-hmm. of this that were really great. So and- not lost on me, Marcus, at all. Like the cast had such a good chemistry. Yeah. And that's what I mean by like this movie could be earnest and funny at the same time because yeah. like Michelle Rodriguez actually like got to do more than just be like the tough the tough chick who beats people up like she got yeah. to like be like I'm a divorced person and this hurts and I'm going to show that yeah. and then honestly the w- this movie won me over when she came out of the house and Chris Pine was just there strumming his lute and I was totally expecting like a Marvel 
esque type joke of like mm-hmm. rolling eyes or like, oh, if if you did that as well as you played the lute, we wouldn't be in this situation. Or <laughs> but they like, but she like sang along, and it was just such an earnest, heartwarming moment that made me happy. It was like a warm blanket, and I was like, okay, this movie knows what it's doing and knows how to be different and how to have these really cool action sequences and also be like, these are people <laughs> like these, these are yeah. earnest people trying to like get, get their family back together. And that really connected with me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think the other thing that they writers did of this movie really well is they gave space to play out the backstories of each one of these characters yeah. without it being marred or bogged down in exposition. Mm-hmm. Like I think about Sophina, yeah. she was the one who could change. Yeah. We got her backstory in 30 seconds or less. Like it was, yep, I was outcast. Yeah. I joined this family. I'm taking care of this family because they're the only ones who've ever accepted yep. me. Uh, and what are we doing? Like, and it was just like, <laughs> we didn't we didn't need to spend, we didn't need to do, this movie would have been destroyed by flashbacks. Oh my gosh. And you could, it, yeah. It, it would have poked holes. It would have interrupted flow. This movie's ruined by flashbacks. And so the fact that, they avoided it, but still gave you the the exposition and the backstory you needed. It was just yeah. well done. Like it was just well yes. done. Yes, um, I agree. Hugh Grant, yes, phenomenal villain. Yes, oh, right. yeah. I agree. Face you honestly. If it's kind of hard, if I have to pick, I, I overall enjoyed this movie. If I got to pick something that I think was me being picky, having two villains, but the strongest villain. I, I, I don't know. Hugh Grant was was a better villain for me and mm. got majority of the screen time. I don't know if I yep. feel like they set up the Red Wizard Witch enough for me. I don't. Well, maybe they did actually. Sure. If I'm thinking on it, maybe they did. It's just it came, it came a little late. Like I see what late. you're saying. Maybe it came a little setup. late in the movie. Like yeah, I think the timing wise of the setup. Yeah, I think. I think you probably could have done that horn that turns everybody into zombies. Like you yeah. could have done that maybe a little bit sooner and mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been as it, there's nothing lost, but you're yeah. right. It was very, there was the pace for the first two thirds was perfect. That last third, again, if I'm being super nitpicky mm-hmm. yeah. was a little like, Oh, and now we know why she's there. Oh, and surprise he's yeah. a, in on it. Oh, and surprise. Like it did mm-hmm. feel like there's a lot towards the end. So she yeah. talked to the skeleton or something in the corner, and then I was like, "Okay, so oh, there's something never come never back. came back, right?" And I guess maybe <laughs> oh, he yeah. was dead, or I, maybe he was the person that tried to execute the thing. It, it never really connected that dot for me, but it was a little late in the game. Yeah, still not a big issue, but I just think I wanted wanted to say Hugh Grant absolutely killed his role. Yeah, yeah. you know, as yeah. a smiling villain, as I would like to call it. Like he he's very yes. charismatic. He's yeah. very, you know, very good at being a villain. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and all the whole cast had really good full circle moments. The wizard, you versus you, like that philosophy. Yes. I like the undertone yeah. stories of it's you versus you. Oh, you're also not alone. You don't have to do this thing alone. Um, right, yeah. for the for the shapeling, what I forgot. Oh, I don't know what she was. What the proper name is called. Um, <laughs> you're all right. Shapeling. I don't know what it was. Anyway, I had a good time. That's really all yeah. I can really say. I just had a good time. That's all that matters. That's and that's and that's the other thing. And I think that goes back to the point, Brian, you made before of like we've been saying for a while, we just need a movie that's a good time. Yeah. Like we needed a movie that wasn't needed, didn't need to be a part of some big expansive universe, but also (laughs) was just a fun adventure movie. And then this movie absolutely delivered that. Yeah. Um, 
it had enough in there because there's no way you can put Dungeons and Dragons on the front of it without being like some dude showing up with his bag of dice being like, all right, fuckers, let's see. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's sure. see if I enjoy this Critic? or not. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For fa- sure. Like, fandoms. Like there's yeah. no way you could have done this without the Dungeons and Dragons no. players feeling like they could go see it and see themselves in it. That's what they needed well, to see. And I feel like studios for the most part have figured this out. Not all of them, mm-hmm. WBDC, but like I feel like most have figured this out. Where like your your core fans, like mm-hmm. your hardcore fans, you can't make the whole movie for them. Nope. But you need to make them happy enough or, happy. or satisfied mm-hmm. with your movie to be your word of mouth. Because those are the people that are actually going to convince other people to go see this movie. And I and mm-hmm. I really I think that that Dungeons and Dragons could be this like anthology movie series where it's just like, Hey, it's the same vibe, but it's, it's totally different people. And it's not a heist. It's this instead, or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you want to switch it out with. Um, and I think that would be really good. I think that'd be really healthy for the movie industry as well. Um, and so I hope we get a sequel. I, I mean, because I think there's a lot of good things you could do with that. Cause it, it's uh i'm totally blanking on the type of movie here but like again an anthology where it's just like this is the vibe but we're just gonna switch out everybody and you're still gonna have a good time it's a movie in a box like it's it's to to yeah. you, to borrow a phrase from programming on a on a college campus <laughs> sure it's a sure. movie in a box you have pretty much the pieces there they're gonna be yeah. a little bit different every time but for the most part it's just gonna be a f- and and this is the way you do it going forward pick one of the five <laughs> they're the next one Then in the one after that, pick one of the original five, have them be in that one. Like it it doesn't need to be the leader of the party. It doesn't need to be, it could be the motivation for getting there. It, it, this is, you could do it this way and it would be really cool and it would be a lot of fun and it would be a circle sequel, but it wouldn't be a, we're going to build a dungeons and dragons universe (laughs) because they don't need to. It exists. It exists I, 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 in the books that people build, get these stories out of to play for their campaigns. You don't need to build a universe. It's there. Yeah. You just need to figure out a way to adapt it to a movie. Yeah. That's it. What happens next? Because usually with these kind of things, Dungeons and Dragons is super successful and you see an uptick in Dungeons and Dragons involvement. Not to mention, uh, I will, first of all, didn't know this was Hasbro. Didn't know... Also, Dungeons did not know that. Didn't so know that Transformers that. crossover, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm totally kidding, everyone. Optimus Prime throwing the six-sided die. Um, <laughs> Put the cube on my chest. <laughs> the cube. Said the paladin. Um, so what happens next? Because even um, Stranger Things kind of, is that Dungeons and Dragons that they were playing? They, they play playing? it in the show. And yeah. it, the care the the monsters from the, sh- from the Dungeons and Dragons make it into the monsters of the... I haven't. I watched like three episodes. Of they they one. name the monsters in Stranger Things like after the Demogorgon. The, the Demogorgon yeah. monsters. Got it. So I mean, I know that there was an uptick in interest in D and D. Then, what do you think happens now? Like, do you think more people get involved? Do you think it becomes more? I mean, it already seems mainstream. Me and Doug went to that um, Sioux Falls Comic Con. Sioux Falls, yeah. Sioux, Sioux Falls Comic Con, and there yeah. was a whole room Supercon. that was dedicated to like that kind of game, yeah. not D and D specific, but kind of the same thing. Yeah. So I, what what happens? I do think that this will encourage folks to let their nerd flags fly a little bit more. 
Because even because Marcus, I think more people probably fall into your camp than necessarily others. They are I aware agree. of D and D. They're maybe into some other what I'm going to call nerd based fandom, star Wars, okay. star Trek, sure. Marvel, DC comics, right. whatever that might be. Um, anime kind of loop them all together. Mm -hmm. They probably check maybe two of those boxes, but they haven't gone over to D and D yet because for some reason that feels like a bridge too far. That feels like a, I don't have Agreed. the time. That's a lot yeah. more in depth than I want it to be. Agreed. I don't know the rules. And I think there will be far more people who are willing to try D and D for the first time mm -hmm. going forward after this they'll see it and they'll be like i can just make that in my brain like and they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah dude like it's just it's whatever you imagine you can make it you want to be a talking lizard fuck it go for it we don't care like it's yeah. there's going to be a lot more of that i think so i do think there are going to be more folks who come out of the woodwork and who are a lot more willing to try it maybe not fans and play every week but there'll be yeah. some folks who'll be like oh a casual group of four that might want to play i could do that I definitely think like the barrier of entry is lower. I don't think, mm -hmm. I, and I think you're right, Doug. I think you'll probably, if anything, you'll probably see like, oh, this, this campaign can be done in a night. I feel mm -hmm. like you'll see a lot of that yeah. probably pop up. Um, like the hardcore people, they're still going to be hardcore. Gonna be that's going to be a high barrier of entry. I don't think that's going to change. Um, but I do feel like kind of just the role play gaming mechanics are just going to get more mainstream. It's already been mainstream. I'd say in video games, for quite a while but i think you might see it be like pop up and other stuff so yeah. um or at least make it more acceptable so i and think that's a good question marcus and i think it also helps that you have actors like um oh my gosh like the guy who played deathstroke what the fuck is his name oh uh joe Mangiello. yeah so, um, joe magic jello is he's going to be <laughs> that was for marcus he's going to be he said like I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm starting like a, a nonprofit that's gonna put D and D as an after school program at schools that are in underserved yeah. communities. Yeah. Because again, it's like a, you know, he always talks about it very openly. Of like, I had a choice. I could either get into fights after school, or I could play D and D. I chose to yeah. play D and D. That's black like, side of him popping up a little bit. Yeah. Um. He also stole a shitload of comics when he was younger. He did. So there's he did. that. Too. He did. But he um, paid it back though. He, he did. Back. So like, there's a lot there. Yeah, I think that's also going to help. But I think I do think you'll see a D and D campaign that's based on this story that's written that says like you could do this in three hours if right. you wanted to. So you too can play this, but with your own characters using kind of a similar storyline. Right. Yeah. yeah, I had a good time. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like it's easy. It's an easy rewatch for me. Uh, oh, I, easy. Gosh, I almost yeah. wish that I had watched it. <sighs> I wish that it came out on streaming so that I could watch it again because mm -hmm. or, or rewind some scenes or, you know, I don't know if this will be as successful if it came out on streaming. That's, that's the one thing wow. I, I can't question. I, I have, I, I'm taking the mic for a uh -oh. bit. I'm, I, it's oh, time for an shit. informal uh -oh. bombastic Brian segment. You can, you can put me up uh, if, if you want, but at the beginning of this movie in a theater, you have the entire cast of Dungeons and Dragons and they, and they look you straight in the eye and say, you know what? You're the real hero, a movie hero, for seeing this movie in a theater. And Chris Pine tries to summon as much energy as he can to say this awful line. Michelle Rodriguez says, hey, you're a movie hero. And all she wants to do is have the light come back into her eyes because she knows this is one of the dumbest things she's ever had to say. And I just got to say, 
I'm not a hero. I'm just a dude who who wanted to go see a movie and it was only available in a theater. And I had the privilege and opportunity to go do that. So don't tell me I'm a hero because I went to go see your fantasy movie. Am I not supposed to watch it on streaming anymore? Because will that make me not a hero? It's just we need to stop. Hollywood, you have to stop it with with getting people in the theater and being so obsessed with it. Streaming isn't going anywhere and calling people heroes is honestly one of the most insulting things you could do. Just, just, just say, Hey, we make more money. If you go to the theater, that's it. Just, just say it. Don't make Michelle Rodriguez have the light go out behind her eyes just to say the line for the marketing stunt. It's ridiculous. Hollywood. Stop it. That's all I have to say. Just stop it. Honestly, Brian, I, I you made a good no, point. No, it no. is a slap in the face to call us a hero for witnessing movies how they're supposed to be witnessed. That is what they told us. Yes. Or and, even who gets yeah. to tell me how I experience this? Like yeah. I could have to work <sighs> nights and never see this in a theater theater it's, and have to wait for the fucking streaming. You, like, so tone you, deaf. You take that scene out and it changes nothing in my experience of the movie. No. Other than no. I'm not rolling my eyes within yeah. the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> there I were just, two parts. It's there were, awful. There were two parts to this movie, like the intro lead up to this movie, where I was like, oh, God. The first was, for some reason, there was a Creed 3 trailer and there was <laughs> a shitload of Jonathan Majors in this Creed 3 trailer. Yeah. And I was like, I out loud was like, oof. Oof! Like I just, yeah. I, I kind of was like, Ugh. they like, have put up new trailers of Creed Three. Have they I, really? Since I put it in the chat that one day, yeah. Um, all the new trailers. It used to start off with Jonathan Majors. Now they start off. Now they're all shots of Creed. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. And then the second part where it was like you're a hero for seeing the movie, I, Brian. I had felt the same way. I was like, no, I'm fucking not. I'm just watching the movie. Like, Leave <laughs> me just, alone. I just wanted to spend a Friday night turning off my brain, and you're here, like, hey, you, you're a hero. It's like, no, I just want to relax, and I don't want to hang out with the person who's like, you're right, I am a hero. Like, I don't want right. to spend time with them at all. Michelle Rodriguez called me a hero. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, she's no, she's she's hanging out with Dominic Toretto, like she's no one, <laughs> no, and no one's a hero. Got the, yeah, yeah. A anyway, I had to get that off my chest. I no, I'm glad it. you did, Brian. It's a great I hated point. It so much, you it's guys. Great point. Um, any other notes about this, Marcus? Do you think after seeing this, is there any part of you that would want to try D and D once, or is it still a still a bridge too far? still something i feel like i not have no interest in i don't I, one i don't feel like it's a bridge too far i said this in the chat i feel like my prior fantasy sci-fi knowledge and, and interest was able to like allow me to hang in there a little Got bit it. more yep. nothing really flew over my head um I, I think i would try it it has to be obviously would have to be with the right group of people oh right? yeah but like i would play with y'all for sure you know but I would I would love to make that a Patreon special. Oh man. <laughs> that would be really interesting. I would yeah, love I would, to make that a Patreon special. I, I feel like I have I have nothing to lose. The worst thing I think I leave and I'm like, that was too much. You know, like yeah, the learning curve is the biggest thing. I feel like if I stuck in there, I'd be like, okay, I I could see how everybody would this is kind of relaxing not to think about anything else but this. 
Yeah, that's well, her. And it's cool. I don't know. To me, one of the aspects of it is it's cool to problem solve with your friends and get creative about it, which yeah. like one of the things in the movie that I thought was great was how they did the reverse heist, how they got the 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 picture in the wagon with the portal. I thought that was phenomenal. That was so creative. That's one of the most creative things in movies I've seen in a while. So that was awesome. But like you get to sit around with your friends and just be like, how are we going to do this? We could do it this way. We could do it that way. And just like trying to solve this, this, this problem together. And I, I just enjoy that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's out in theaters. Be a hero. Go see it. What just happened? What just happened? I I'm having connectivity issues. You're oh, fine. I was about to say I'm having was connectivity anybody, issues. Can everybody look at each other and everybody looked like everything was fine? So then I thought I was having a stroke and was like, "Well, here comes the video." <laughs> oh no, you are fine. not having no, 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 a stroke. No. It's just me talking about problem solving. No, with no I friend. heard. I heard that, and then afterwards it was like yeah, a dead yeah. silent. I know the audio listeners was like, "Did nobody agree with Brian?" Like, no, I think we just said a glitch out there. No, no, I we all said hanging out. With we all friend. collectively, the two of us said, "Fuck Brian and fuck friends." Fuck friends. I don't need it. And fuck Brian. And also, do an issue check. Um, gentlemen, any other thoughts on this particular movie? I think you should go see. I think everybody should go see it, even if you don't think you have an interest in Dungeons and Dragons. I think um, it's a good new, fresh movie. Um, It doesn't. It's not as complicated as you think it is. I think the cast does well carrying it. The chemistry is really good. It doesn't drag out for too long. It was just long enough for Mm -hmm. me. Yep, Um, pacing was good. Yeah. Agreed. I'm still thinking about the practical effects and like yeah. the, yeah, the cat person. That mm-hmm. was rad. I'm thinking about the eagle guy. That was Jar- sweet. Jonathan. 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 <laughs> jo- jo- Jonathan. My favorite part about the sequence when they throw Jonathan at the window is like the one that approved like, it. Making it sound like it's his fault. <laughs> anyway, I'm already laughing thinking about this movie. We I can't approved, wait to watch it on streaming. We approved you. Oh, and they did, but they did height really well. Like Bradley yeah. Cooper is in this and plays a one of the I don't races, know. like a gnome or something. Yeah, like, that. like a little, yeah. like you know, like a little. They never person. say their race. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they do a great job. Like fourth perspective, Holga's big. He's yeah. not. They are sharing a screen mm. together. It's very well done. Could have been felt really fake and gross, but it wasn't. Yeah. So Brian and the zombies, like the oh, dead yeah. people that they dig out of their graves. Makeup was awesome. That was that was, that was incredible. So good. And the questions incredible. piece of that again oh gosh. was yeah. so fun to be like, is it anybody else? Like that's it. There's one question. Like anybody, anything oh, else? Yeah. I thought that was such a fun running gag. Yeah, so, so um, so yeah, I th- again I would say go see it if you can. You don't need to do Dungeons and Dragons to enjoy this movie no. at all. Um, no. it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a throwback to like, you know old adventure movies from like yes. the 90s early 2000s that were a lot of fun yes fantastic Agreed. gentlemen anything that you all would like to plug this week yes i'd like to talk about the lovenerds.com hey uh easter's coming up or spring celebration <coughs> whatever whatever you're celebrating you're probably gonna need to bring a dish there's a ton of recipes on the lovenerds.com you can find the link in our episode description TheLoveNerds.com. Fantastic. Thank you, Brian. 
Marcus? Word. Always remember to follow the mantra, never offend it. Always. You know what's throwing me off? It's the awkward silences after Brian talk. Brian, we love you. And we, nope. that silence is not filled with dismay. It is You're fired. Nothing but it's love. all dismay, Brian. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's all uh, angst, anguish, and dismay. It's a, <laughs> um, <laughs> follow the mantra, never offend it. Always humble. We'll have some new designs that are going to hit the website soon. There's one. Here's Ooh. another. Yeah. Yeah. There's all four. Oh, I meant to say this earlier. I want to see these two play this. Oh, oh yeah. man. 100%. I want to see Chris Pine, Pine, Pine Reggie Jen Page, Reggie Page play Al Jordan and John Stewart. I would make it happen. They have good chemistry in this. Um, Anyway, follow the mantra, never offend it. Always humble. Get you some stuff off the site. Spoil one person, spoil some others. With the mantra or something, There's something like that. I don't really know. Shout Follow out to Soltai for dropping new music. Shout out to Soltai. He yeah. dropped. Music. Thank you for thank you for that, dude. Shout out to Soltai. He dropped some music. There you go. Dropped a little uh, He did indeed. Uh, I have this podcast to plug. So if you enjoyed this and you think someone else in your life would enjoy it, share it with a friend. Uh, that's the best way to get the word uh, word out about our pod. If you're feeling like you want to sign up for our Patreon, please do so. Patty fam. Po, join our Patty family. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white. Link will be in the bio, uh, in the episode description, but also in the bio. Um, music coming off like I have a, what is it and i was like but i was also like what's this <laughs> i was like anyway uh, join the patty family uh we'd love to have you we do cool stuff up there bonus episode coming uh getting posted uh uh tomorrow and then also we do fun stuff like maybe we'll do a D campaign that you could participate in or make suggestions for um but that's what we're gonna do he's really trying to will that D campaign it, yes he's trying yeah. to manifest it into yeah, existence he's trying to manifest look, it hard. look i am nothing but a if, manifesting if some we bitch. get three people to join the third third tier of that's Patreon. that's Ooh, using our that's our capitalistic power at work if we can get three people three people to, to join, join the, the third tier of the patty family we will do a we will do a D we'll do a, campaign. we'll do a full episode dnd fuck yeah. yeah and we have sure. yeah i love that i'm gonna that's i love that i'm gonna drop it but we also have a three-step process to we success do. we do we do yes, we do to Folks, you you top you, you heard me talk about reading a book it's and it's pretty special because i just finished the mistborn trilogy and it was really good it had a beginning a middle an end and everything tied itself up at the end it was phenomenal and the best part was i got to connect with somebody that also read the book so i've talked about that the past few weeks books it's a great way to make community read a book make read a community. A book. books uh marcus can uh, give us that second step you want to drink some water the summertime is coming baby and we're going to be sweating and remember whatever you yeah. put in your body got to come out somehow some way so it'll leak through your pores if you're drinking nothing but soda come, it's coming piss, out of hole yeah yeah your piss is going to be like hard yellow like you you need to you don't like, want that you don't want that, that that's nobody wants sound. that that's a kidney they, stone waiting to happen, star so. don't recommend oh gosh drink yeah you don't want water. those either yeah those are going to hurt coming out so yeah. drink some water. Fantastic. Look, 
I have a, the third step is to wash your ass. Look, this is going to sound unrelated. I was sweeping out my garage and there was a lot of sand and it was dusty. And there was a lot of stuff in there that I didn't know was in there until I got up in there and cleaned it out. Clean out the garage of your body, AKA your ass and get up in there with some soap and water, sweep it out, get it all nice and fresh because spring's coming and you might have a lot more people in there. Like you might have a lot more people participating in what's going on in your garage. Maybe they might be passing through on their way to a party. Maybe they may be walking by and do you want to have a messy garage? No, you don't want to have a messy wet ass either. So wash your ass, AKA the garage of your body. Uh, it's important. Uh, so yeah, there you have it. That's our three-step process to success. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week with our because we love milfs so we'll be back next week for the milfs specifically um but but we will also be back next week to talk the super mario brothers movie oh yeah that's this week that's this week man That is this week. Yo, we are about Marcus to hit and that. I are we are about to hit that stride. Yo, we are about to hit that movie that that movie that our patty order. family voted between this and air and the patty family asked us to watch the super mario brothers movie okay before air. all right wait there a minute go. okay wait which super mario brothers movie the original no the like animated the one that's coming, the one out. That's that one. coming out this week yeah. oh, it's a me oh. mario that one i thought you meant the original one <laughs> absolutely I, not I, because no. i didn't realize it was this close me either i thought we had like april, another week april yeah. 5th it's actively Please. april 3rd in fact, this podcast will come out the same day that that movie technically comes out. It's dropping on Wednesday? It's Easter. Oh, that's right. Yep. Y'all, April's y'all, if you wow. like all movie like movies, we about to be busy. So oh, like <laughs> tune in now, sign up for that Patty family now cuz this trains are coming and that's Jesus. what we got. Um, but that's what we'll be talking about next week. Uh, but in the meantime and the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. I'm going to need a movie cleanse. That's what, a lot. What does that look like? Um, you watch a movie you hate and then shit it out. That's fair. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Go on.